technology in real estate, artificial intelligence in real estate. Can it make you money? Is it making you money? Stay tuned. How are you? Good, how are you? I like the robot. Good. It's all the robot, I had to go. Yeah. Um, your topic this morning, tell us about it. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the different uh, technology that we use, but also that is used in the industry um, that's only growing. So we could run through some of the cool and interesting and maybe not so known things that are done. And if your agent is not using it, you could be losing money. Yeah, potentially, especially if another agent is. Which one would you pick? The one that's got these really cool technologies that are making them more efficient or the one that's not even thinking about it and it's not on their radar? And are they a gimmick or are they the real McCoy making you money? Because sometimes it's just yeah. like perceived value, but it's not really value, but it sounds good. So we're going to yeah, tell you what's sure. working, what's not working. Definitely. So the first one... This one, I, I don't know what you're going to think about this. I swear, um, we don't do it, but it's done in the US. I thought yep. it was kind of interesting. So um, they had, you know how like in houses sometimes that you can integrate different things into the cloud, like your furniture and lights and whatever. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan. Yeah, but there's this new system and it links to your property manager so that if something goes wrong, your property manager gets notified straight away. So it's like an automated maintenance request through the cloud, which doesn't no. go through the person. Not a fan. Yeah. I reckon there's like what would go wrong in a house though? Like seriously, it's is it gonna work out your plumbing and report it? Probably not. Um, you know, I, I think it's uh sounds a bit limited at the moment, but um maybe like a re a reporting system, yeah. Next one. Um, so next one is that we do use, but it's also um, big data and analytics. So for example, when we can look in the back end, when we, um, when we advertise a property and we can see kind of the trends of how many people have viewed it, how many clicks and what they've also clicked on, yeah. very useful info. So um, a couple of years ago, they started using the word data lakes. Um, where there was just there is just so much data out there that um, you've just got there's there's in industries where they're just handpicking the great information out there to make that sales process easier to promote more correct information to the right people. We're seeing that now. Actually, you know what's interesting? I saw um, a lot of the major retailers are using facial technology on the front of the, at the front of their stores so oh, really? basically yeah i think that was two out of three retailers majors that are using that technology now so they're basically don't worry about leaving your email address we're, we're going to take your facial print uh like a fingerprint and we're going to work out um we're going to we're going to start you know matching you up with stuff so that's that's scary it is scary but it's even things 
that could be as simple but very useful like not even the face technology but most shops have scanners when you walk in the door to count how many stuff go through even something like that just say if you're a massive retailer that's all over australia and you're sitting in an office and you can say oh this store has this going on around it so it impacts people coming through or this store is located in this spot which is affecting how many people and how much traffic that one number gives you so much info Imagine go to Bunnings and they go, hey, Michael, how are you? And you go, how do you know my name? They go, oh, uh, and everyone uses your name. That's where it's going. So, we, you know, imagine imagine going to an open house. Don't worry about giving us your name. You've been to one of our open houses before. Facial recognition, we know who you are. I don't think I'd like that much. But I think it's happening. happening. Yeah. It's, it's, It's in stores at the moment in Australia. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Next one. Next one. Um, we use this a lot, but we can do um, some Photoshop and virtual furniture on photography. So um, the editing on photos. What do you think about that? Be uh, like, I think people are going to be shocked with how much uh, uh, how much it actually is used now readily in the industry. Yeah. I would probably say on vacant properties with progressive agents, uh, probably two-thirds of agencies across Australia would be using it actively on all properties. Like, yeah. it is a big, big thing. I'm just seeing if I could pull up a photo of an example. But, yeah, it, it's huge and it gives – and you know what? It's not. It doesn't upset tenants and it doesn't upset buyers because it gives them spatial awareness of the property. So yeah. for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, we're putting actual pieces of furniture into a vacant room and making that room look furnished. People love it. Not only that, it's cost efficient. Compared to a stylist, it's a lot cheaper to do. So it also caters to the vendors that might not necessarily be able to afford full styling or if it's tenanted and they can't change the whole apartment or house. And also we're using it to freshen up photos. So even if it's a property campaign that we've been running for a while, still haven't found this photo that I'm looking for. Um, um, Even if we're running the property campaign for two weeks, four weeks, and the property hasn't sold, we're pulling out the owner's furniture and putting in virtual furniture digitally. Um, does, how much does it cost? $150, I think, for, per room. Yeah. And yeah, she looks magic, magic, magic. I think I'm going to give up. That's I think okay. I'm going to give up for the photo. <laughs> All right. Next, next topic. Um, the next one that we have is this one kind of sidelines real estate, I think. So real estate's always been the traditional investment that people have made. Um, something it's more not used in real estate, but competing against is people choosing to invest in crypto as a different option. I think it's quite interesting how people are now kind of going, because initially when crypto was com- coming up, a lot of people kind of laughed at it. Now it's going, oh, do I invest in real estate? Do I invest in crypto? Mm. Yeah, another technology that I think it just sidelines it. It's not something we use, but just something that's interesting to have in the periphery. Yeah, even like you can imagine paying rent with crypto. Yeah. Pretty crazy stuff. Hey, Ben's Ben Ben's uh, got settlement today. Congratulations, buddy. He's done the buy and the sell and saved a bit of money on his mortgage. Um, was working with a digital messaging company 
uh, who's using facial recognition to understand the demographic of the person who's walking oh. past the digital screen to apply the right advert as they see it. It's happening. There you go. Wow. Um, you can do the virtual rooms now and have furniture applied to a room as you look at it through your phone and in a vacant space, next generation. That's happening. If you're digitally enhancing photos, is it a true representation of the property? I think it is because whatever photos you have, whatever uh, furniture you have in the property, whether it's from Coco Republic or Fantastic Furniture, it is what it is. It's just furniture. I don't have a go on me. So I think digital as well, whether you do the Gucci image all the way through or whether you do the basic image all the way through with virtual furniture, it's still, you're not selling the furniture, unfortunately, like so yeah. tough. Um, I think, Michael, you could be right, though. If agents are making enhancements like repainting the room uh, yeah. or if they're removing power lines or trees, you know, I think now you're in trouble and that's dodgy. Um, yeah. But aside from that, no, I think the furniture, we'll put it this way, Michael, we haven't had a, um, we haven't had a uh, pushback from one person. We've been using digital furniture for probably five years now. Uh, not one complaint the whole time. So that's thousands of people. Um, what Ben was saying as well, what could be something that we could see in the future as, you know, the virtual reality um, headsets? Yep. What a way to show property. Imagine if you stood in a shopping center and you had all of your properties loaded up onto a headset and then you plonked it on the person. They could look around every room before actually having to set foot in it. Done it. Really? Yep. And do you want to hear something really funny about it? Yeah. I've got the perfect saying. A good idea, a bad idea, well executed, is better than a good idea, badly executed. I'll say it again. A bad idea, well executed, is better than a good idea, badly executed. And we spent a lot of money with VR um, in the order of... Uh, probably 50 grand um, mm -hmm. with a developer. So the, actually the developer invested in it, not us. We, we ran the technology. It was for off the plan. Yeah. Um, so we were walking. We had a, uh, a guy that was building our rooms for us. Um, he was a yeah, really good guy. I think his name is Tin, uh, T-I-N. And, um, and then... We were giving him the floor plans of the building, the engineering plans of the building, the fit out of the building. He was building the whole thing. And then we we're giving him an, a drone photo of the view. Yeah. And he was actually plugging the view into that into that unit as well. So when you're standing in the unit, what you see. Wow. So, yeah. So it sounded it sounded like, mate, you've nailed it. But here's the kick up. With all the technology that, that we're talking about, what I've learned, because I love adopting new technology and I've, I've, I've made money from it and I've lost money from it, what I've learned in real estate is it's got to be a plus one. It can't be a plus 10. Yeah. To take, it's got to be like just to incrementally better, faster, stronger for people to snap onto it rather than a whole new gig. And, and as using VR as an example, 
when we were getting people to put the goggles on and walk around, it was just such a warp of a change for people. Not a lot of people liked doing it or wanted to do it. So the practicality of getting 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 them involved in doing that, running that, buying off that was remote. So the VR is coming. It's there. But I think there's, there's a whole bunch of milestones in between that we as a digital community have to hit before we get to actively using VR, particularly for property. It might even be something that once you become more familiar with it and you've done it a couple of times, like a lot of people haven't ever put on one of the VR headsets and then to do it for the first time when you're making a million dollar decision might be a bit different. Yeah. So maybe if you experience it. Yeah, we thought it was free. Like, why wouldn't you do it as a buyer? Yeah. True. Um, Next one I have is drones. Game changer. So good. Perspective. Different, a whole different game um, with with perspective. Um, And I I, I think um, being able to imagine yourself in the property a bit like a dollhouse um yeah. drones have done really really well so i remember um years ago we used to have a guy with a pole camera <laughs> and we were like that is so cool <laughs> so he had like a 15 meter pole with a camera on the top and he'd be shooting back <laughs> in the corner of the yard shooting back on the house and we were like yeah so you know <laughs> it's pretty cool the drones have done really yeah. really well I think sometimes we get a bit too excited with the aerials in, in, in an industry. It's almost like just show us the house. Um, but, yeah, no, very good. It works really where well. Are they, where are they yeah. going as well? I have no idea. Oh, um, the drone Uber Eats. In all the new buildings, a lot of the new buildings they're developing, they're putting the, um, the Uber Eats drop-off for drones on the roof. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I, I had one of our buildings we sold, the developer kept a 300-metre-squared concrete pad, separate strata, and yep. um, uh, put a high-voltage power up there for him. So mm-hmm. basically, and for it to be separated on the strata, he, he needed to have two car spaces. So he, he went to a bit of effort to, to have it strata, to have the slab built, to have the power run, to get it all done exactly for what you just said yeah you know even in queensland it's very standard on the buildings because they did the trial run but it's the infrastructure is ready to go in like re, like outside of brisbane that area because it's more spread out where sydney's more condensed so they started there so a lot of the buildings they already have it yeah because um this particular building the way he did it was for battery change out oh uh, okay so he was doing. He was going to aggregate for all delivery people um, that the that the drones could come in and or do an auto battery change out and go again. Oh, how good! Wow, it's happening. Very, yeah, it's happening. What else have I got? Um, oh, the predictive analy- analytics. I always stumble. So when you you know when you go on Facebook and you message a yeah. website and then yeah. it auto it sends an auto response to you and it yeah. adjusts. Things. That's also yeah. becoming very common when you're inquiring about property. Sometimes um, some agencies do a predictive response until they can forward you onto an agent. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think you know we we did a lot. We did a lot of that with the agency, and and I know when I'm when I'm at the point of asking a question on chat, it's it's not normally something that I want as a consumer answered by a bot, even if it can answer. Um, so yeah, I think it's there, but not there yet. I think it's definitely going to happen. Because there's nothing worse than when you send a question and it can't understand what you're saying and it keeps sending you the wrong info. Yeah. Look, in hindsight, I guess it's better than nothing. Yeah. Uh, which is good. Ben's got a question. Um, what do you think of unit housing developers providing electric star- charge stations now as standard? It's got to be done. It's yeah. got to be done. Um it's pretty interesting. We had a boarding house um, development approved uh, in our area, and the, if you were supplying electric bikes, electric charging station, or bay share bays uh, for community cars, um, they would retire a bunch of car spaces that you needed to build in the building. So, for example, if you're doing like, in I think in this case they're doing 60, 70 units. It was mandatory to have two car spaces or three car spaces uh, being a boarding house. Um, mm. They turned around and said, given the location, and if we do a share um, car space for, um, you know, like those go-get cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if we do two of those, those two go-get cars can service um, the whole building if they need a car. So everyone doesn't need or want a car space. And then also... Um, it goes down, it went down to a, using electrical ones they won a whole bunch of like once like points for using it so yeah it's definitely happening out there a lot of these things are happening like even yesterday yesterday we were talking about 3d printed houses and yeah. things like this they seem so absurd but they are happening like that face recognition will be stock standard before we know it big time big yeah. time good morning yeah. luke you legend um Car spaces will be made redundant in the future. I think so. You know what? I, 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 a world where, with with real estate, with property, I think a world where, um, you know, we share. Um, so basically, buses is, is a sharing platform for transport. Um, a car, a road is a sharing platform for transport, I guess, as well. But I think where, where you basically get into a car, it takes you where you want to go, there is no driver and that car's running 24 hours 24 hours a day seven days a week and it's cheaper than car ownership and you're using your yeah. time in the car to do your emails your calls whatever and you're not having to focus on the road there's reduced accidents on the road sounds great to me yeah it's just i think building that truck with any of these things it's the person building the trust with the technology like the vr because they're unfamiliar that's why that trust wasn't yeah. there and it's the same yeah. with the cars. Like my first thought with those cars sounds great, but I would be the one where the car would have a malfunction. Like that's my first yeah. thought. So it's building the trust of it. Yeah, and I know park cars parking themselves. Um, yeah. I, you know, I've, I I know that technology has been around for five years, seven years now in cars. But and I've had it in in, in my car for probably five years. Um, it's it's you're still getting used to it and that's driving itself back into a car space but you're still getting used to it there's you never like yeah and i think it's just practice 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 
whenever I'm in the car with you and you use the self parking, I'm always like. <gasps> we had the team in the car so I always put my hands up in the air like this. I'm going, all right, here we go. Watch this. No hands. <laughs> Gives me a heart attack every time. Uh, all right. Well, uh, that's right. interesting for property in the future with tech. Thank you, Jess. Thanks. Anything you want to go out with on summary? Oh, just we have no idea what's coming. Something new happens every day in the world of tech. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, you know, when I went to the uh, ARIC, the awards, um, sorry, yeah. the um, the training, training, uh, the biggest training for real estate agents in Australia, it's called AREC, um, PropTech uh, has gone absolutely ballistic in our industry and walking around to look at all the exhibitions where but they used to be selling key tags and they used to be selling, you know, like, like you know, bags and, and stuff, the gift gift hampers for agents. Yeah. Uh, more, most of the guys there were, were prop tech um, there and some of the prices that are being paid for some of these prop tech companies, um, generally between, you know, 30 um, to 120 million for these companies. Um, so okay. prop tech... Um, yeah, really, really going, going excellent, which is on the back of the things we spoke about today, yeah. the AI and, and people that are doing stuff like that, um, reader, you know, servicing the industry. Yeah, it's awesome. What are, you, what are you up to today, Jess? Any exciting? couple of appraisals and I actually had some time in the office today, which is good. I was out all day yesterday, so <laughs> it'll be nice getting through whatever's on my desk. Smash it. Yeah. What about all you? Right. Uh, same thing. Oh, you know what? I love a Thursday. Thursdays, Thursdays, the, uh, it's like a Saturday. Oh, it's, it's just a, I don't know how to explain it for people that are not in the industry, but for, for me in particular, it's just the day where I can get shit done. Um, and I don't, and I don't get hammered. There's not a lot of people in the office on a Thursday. Um, because everyone takes off like generally a Thursday or Friday. Um, there's not a lot of people in and I, yeah, today I'm just, um, yeah, same, pretty same, same as you. Um, yeah. Obviously, opposite you, and uh, we'll be doing the same thing, just smashing through our, our emails and calls and inquiries and stuff. So, yeah. Good day. Good day. Yeah. Thank you, Legend. Everyone, have a beautiful day. And um, yeah, looking forward to technology. We went over today. I got a bit excited with this topic. No, it is a good topic. <laughs> All right, Legend. Take care. Right. See you, everyone. Thanks bye. for watching. Bye. Bye. <laughs>